Yes. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hi-oh, friends. Naomi here. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I need more Naomi ridiculousness in my life? Well, surprise! (laughs) I'm starting a podcast, and it's called The Ruckus with me, Naomi Ruckus Rose. This podcast is for anyone like me who is constantly trying to grow for the betterment of themselves and for the world and for those of us that can be a little blunt in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But wait, there's more. This podcast is free to listen to. But if you want to support local creators and get bonus content, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, go to LASPodcastNetwork.com. So join the ruckus with me, Naomi, every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. I love you all. Some more than others. L-A-S. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Myths of Myria. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you want to help support us, please head on over to LASPodcastNetwork.com. You can take a look at all of our stuff there, and you can take a look at LAS Plus, uh, which is a cool, awesome uh, service that you can uh, you can get for only $10 a month, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and with that, you get a bunch of cool exclusives, not just for this show, but for with a lot of shows, which is great. So um, if you want to support us, please head on over there. But un- unless I have anything else, I can't think of anything else off the top of my nog. I think we're good. So yeah, welcome to Miriam. So you're all standing in the center of Blackwater. You have just met up with Shadow again, both her and Valros. He carries a box out from the Levitican embassy. And with it, you all meet up. And you're about to share some more information about what the rest of the day looks like for you all. Shadow, as soon as her, you come into her periphery... She lets go of the vice grip that she had on um, Val's arm and, like, visibly relaxes. And the smile that she usually has on her face kind of creeps back up. And she's just like, hi. Hello again. Um, did you have a good time in the, uh, in the embassy? Um, meetings with my boss superior are never... Really an amazing time, but it was it was interesting. We need to go and get uh, her some shoes. Okay. She's still walking around in her bare feet, which cannot be comfortable. Actually, can I get back on your back, please? Because this is not clean at all. It's not clean. Is it muddy around here? Oh, it's disgustingly yeah. muddy. Her feet are now like... So the center of, of Blackwater, remember, this is, this is beachside. Right, yep. and so there's like a lot of stones, but they're like in patches, like they've been removed or like like rolled over too many times. And as you start to walk through this town, some of the it's 
some of the areas is just mud. And mm-hmm. because, once again, that rain had come previously, there's just a bunch of, like, loose uh, grit that has stuck to her feet at this point. Sure. Um, yeah. I'd <clears throat> try and help her up my back. I'd, like, partially kneel down and then, like, help her oh, spider yeah. monkey. She scrambles back up onto your shoulders. Um, all right, to the marketplace, get you some shoes. Uh, we should probably get your feet washed off before you put them in the new shoes, because otherwise the dirt and stuff will get in there and it'll be gross. She says, oh, right, and she summons her mage hand and starts wiping it off the bottom of her feet. Okay, sounds good. That's the way to do it. Um, oh, um, I suppose I could also do this, and I take a card and just kind of flip it out. And I just kind of wipe it across you once, twice, and on the third time, uh, on the third time, it just, uh, as I clean you with prestidigitation. Very nice. She just goes away hey. my feet. I take a leash. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Immediately, just all of the mud immediately comes off of your feet, and it is pristine like you had just, like, taken a bath, but only on your feet. <laughs> um. Well, there we go. Let's go and get you your uh... shoes. Shoes. Okay. Uh, over the course of the next maybe like half hour, you're able to go and find uh, a cobbler of some kind, and you are able to procure some light shoes. They're nothing special, um, but they are able to cover and completely encase uh, uh, your feet so that you have a much more enjoyable walking time, and they cost you... A hefty, hefty five silver. Oh, so much money. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but they're mine, and that's what's important. What do they look like? Um, She probably picked out, like, I don't know how small her feet are, but I think she picked out something that's horribly mismatching. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably, like, a pair of boots. Okay. Okay. So you've got this lovely elven dress. Yep. And then a set of just, like... Big boots. <laughs> yep. She stomps around in the mud in them. She's just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> It feels <laughs> powerful. You're like clomping. You feel like this must be how Shadow feels whenever he's walking around. Because there's just that like, and you just feel like, with your boots all the time. As we're walking out of the shoe store, she's like trying to match your steps and her chest is puffed out a little. And she's just like. Incredible. I'd look down and just. Look like a right soldier almost. Oh, I'm ready. Send me out there. <laughs> My goodness. Um, Are you still carrying around this crate? Is yeah, it- I think it's, it's. Is it like a huge crate? Like how big is this thing? Um. Well, it's pretty compact. Um. Okay. Like everything was packed in there pretty tightly, so it's it's maybe about two and a half feet by two and a half feet by two and a half feet. Okay. So not gotcha. huge, but. You know, I'd, not not necessarily small either. I'd keep it like kind of on my hip. Yeah. Ish. Sounds good. Um, any other places that you all would like to go before we go to the Colosseum and meet the Ryan? Um, uh, hmm. There was one really pretty lady. I found she had those big glasses. Oh, the uh, the book sh- the bookshop. You're telling me there are more of these? And she points at her journal. <laughs> many, 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 many. Lots. Many. Wonderful. Do you want to go? Yes. All right, let's do it. You're standing in the center of this uh, this semicircle, uh, and you are able to see all those stalls that are centered in the middle of this, where um, which was outlined by like the embassy and the the mm-hmm. river room casino and things like that. So you are able to see those, and 
kind of, you know, separated by tarps that are kind of nailed down into the ground with these spikes, you see that uh, that stall, Zatanna's Swift Tomes. The stall is covered in paper and bookshelves, and it's canopied with a waterproof tarp that stretches far further than the bookshelves themselves. She has a drafting table set up in the center of this stall, and a mystical floating transparent hand is writing away there with a quill. As people pass by, she pauses to say hello to them, and the quill stops whenever she says hello as well. And the sign above her uh, reads, Zatanna's Swift Tomes. Price is negotiable. (laughs) She has uh, black hair, black lipstick, and large circular um, uh, thick glasses. And she is currently looking down at a page as she scribbles through it, and you approach. As you do so, she looks up and she just says, Oh, hello. Uh, good to see you all. Um, you're new. I haven't seen you before. I would like to see your finest fish. Hi. Um, so fish is going to no, be that, two stalls that... Yeah, that oh. was a joke because oh. everything else here is fish. <laughs> Wait, yeah, of course. Yes. Uh, duh. Um, I can't believe I didn't pick it up, uh, pick up on that. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, sorry. I'm, uh, I'm Zatanna and I am excited to show you all these books. And she like motions to her right and she goes, oh, uh... No, sorry. These books. And she moves to the left and she motions to her left and there's a bookcase on her left side. <laughs> and books. she she motions towards all of them. She says, uh, she says, I, I've actually, I've been writing books. Um, I've, I've owned this stall for six months. Uh, it's, I've had a singular goal. I, I really want to become a better writer. And, uh, you know, I, I write books in a month and then I sell them and try and uh, make some money off of it. So hopefully someday I'll find something to be my magnum opus uh yes you raising your hand hi yes i like your books um i have a question you haven't read any of them so i'm very i'm glad you like them though well they look really cool yes um (laughs) do you have any books that just has information about the world Hmm. Well, they're mostly fictional books. Oh. Um, I can read you the titles and see if any of them interest you. Yes. Okay. Um, so this one here, this is one of my first ones. It's called How to Summon Demon Unicorns and So Can You. <gasps> All right. Oh. Um, this, next, this next one over here is called Evocation Station, A Blast from the Past, <laughs> a historical text on evocation. <laughs> the next one here is called Gods and You, A Wanderer's Tale. This one is less funny. <laughs> this one next, the next huh. one on on this shelf, uh, just one down, is called "How to Mildly Inconvenience a Mockingbird," an illusion instruction manual. <laughs> she touches Abacus's head and says, "Not you." Uh, this one is called Dante's Campfire, uh, and the next one is Ready Player Two: Spellcasting for Couples. <laughs> Uh, that first one sounded delightful. Okay, yeah, okay, so that one is about, uh, uh, it's a fictional tale about a girl who wants a unicorn, but her parents never get her one. So when she grows up, she finds a spell book to summon unicorns, but it's actually a spell to summon demon unicorns. Now she must decide, does she keep her new best friend, or does she send it back to hell? Does she keep? I can't tell you that or else I would be... I, I have to sell you the she book. She keeps them, right? I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> what? You, you have to You have to oh, read the right. book. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's that's... like my my other book. Yes. Okay. Yes, but this one has a lot of words in it, and it's like all written by not you. It's written by me. I know. Okay. I get the concept of books generally. Okay. Well, yeah, but you seemed like you had come up here 
Okay, sorry. I was clarifying. Um, okay. The uh, the books you have that talk about the actual schools of magic. Yes, yes, yes. Is, are they all fiction, or can I go? Oh, no. I mean, like, they actually have instructions in the back, because I, I mean, I went to... I went to the Institute of Ebonvale. Oh. Um, and so I was studying there for a little while. I, I didn't get very far because my parents, they wanted me to go to the school and they wanted me to be a wizard. But I said, hey, that sounds uh, boring. And so I'm going to go ahead and go to Blackwater and write some books. And they said, that's a stupid life decision. And I said, too bad. Already sold all my stuff and I'm gone. So that was pretty much how it went. Got it. Got it. Um, uh-huh. So it's the evocation one has some. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, this one, if you if you get it, um, it it teaches you either the green flame blade or the lightning lure cantrip, um, and you can choose. Um, okay. Uh, or if you're attuned and not a spellcaster, it allows you to ch- like cast the spell. So like if you don't know how to cast spells, it lets you use just that one. Uh... Wait, wait, wait! You're telling me there are more spells. Than the ones in this book. Oh my gosh, girl, there's a ton. There's <gasps> there are ones that even I can't cast because they're so powerful. Dude. So, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How much are all of them? All, all of oh the spells my. ever. No, the books. All of the books? Well, so uh the well the evocation station is twenty five gold. Okay. Did okay. you maybe list off the prices? Well, what's in the How to Mildly Inconvenience a Mockingbird? How to Mildly Inconvenience a Mockingbird is 23 gold, and it allows you to learn the Illusion Cantrip, or if you're attuned and not a spellcaster, it allows you to cast the Minor Illusion Cantrip. Oh. Um, also, it's about, you know, it's a fictional diary entries from a wizard named Wizifus Cordelian and his years of trying to get back at the Mockingbird that's constantly singing outside of his window by tricking him with Illusion Spells. Those that's, were words, weren't they? That's pretty wow. good. I would, I would read that book. Um, you so should. It's twenty three gold. Let's say you had a uh, a friend who was a very large uh, man made of metal. If I bought the vacation yeah. book, yes, he could uh, punch green flame. Well, I think you need a blade for green flame blade because it does, it does say, say it in the name. Yeah. What if he kept instead of punching, he kept his fingers? Straight, so uh, it was like a blade. Really depends on how sharp your fingers are. I would assume. Um, okay, you could try it. Wait, wait, wait. What, 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 what was the last one? The magic for couples. Does that mean two people? Can yes. Cast it? Uh, so, ma- ready player two, spell casting for couples. This joke was a lot funnier when I wrote it before Ready Player Two, the actual book, got published. Um, <laughs> this joke landed a lot better, uh, but unfortunately, uh, the timing is bad. <laughs> uh, this oh. book is. It describes a couple, uh, Veronica Gasolf and Freya Flant, who went to spell school together that could never quite live up to their classmates, but. After learning that they could never live up to them singularly, they started casting spells together as if they were one spellcaster, and this allowed them to become greater than they ever had before and closer to each other as they did. Now, while it's I don't know story. that there's yes. a relationship between you two, sorry, that seems very, very advantageous. What happens, looking if, at them. what happens if I attune to that book? Um, this book allows two people to forego their actions if they're both attuned to it. And if you both forego your actions, uh, then you can choose your choice of Earthbind, Enlarge Reduce, or Heat Metal, working in tandem to cast the spell as a team. Both characters, or both people, 
must hold concentration on the effects of the uh, spell to have it persist. And at level five, additional spell options are available. How much is that book? Uh, that one is uh, 100 gold. Because it's re- it took me a long time to write. Like a really... Like a really long, and also I will say, um, it also just says people. Like you don't have to be a spellcaster to cast this too, oh. but you have to focus on it together. You both gotta, you know, mm-hmm. try real hard to do it. Mind powers activate. I would like to get that book. If, if anyone else would like to get that book, if it seals you, if it seals the deal anymore at level five, the other options are tower, haste, and lightning bolt. Yes, I would like to get that book, if anyone else would like to get that book. How much gold is it? 100 gold. Why is it so many? Because it took me a really long time to write. But we can split it. I have 50 gold of my own. Because it, like, I say that I write all these in a month, but it's actually, like, a lot of copying on my notes from school. I see. <laughs> the face you're making is so good. Aww. <laughs> really wish we had video. Oh well, I, oh, well. Yeah, just like this very dumb, this yeah. dumb like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe my face because I'm okay. not looking at yeah, it. Yeah, it's big, big green boy. <laughs> uh, it, I, that is a good book for me. If you want to split it, um, I don't want to get rid of all my money. I just discovered that money is a good thing, and now I have to give it all. I, uh, uh, I take get more fifty money of my it. gold as they're yes. going back and forth, and just say. Here's the 50 for her. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, thank you. And she grabs it and she just says, yeah, it's good enough. And she puts it in her pocket and she hands you a copy of Ready Player Two. What? what? Prices are negotiable. <laughs> You're so wonderful. Thank you so much. And then I'd pass You're welcome. Between the two of them. Uh... Hand she on book, swipes it from your hand immediately. And just <laughs> well, hold on, we got to tune to it first, and then you can read the book all you want. What does that mean? Uh, do, do, do as I do. And I put okay. my hand on one side of the book, and I go, now put your hand on the other side of the book. Okay. And then uh, we got to take, I think it's, is it an hour? It's an hour. Oh, no. shoot. Um, okay. <laughs> and, and like, but attuning can also be like you, you, you know, meditating or like practicing using the yeah. magic from the book. Um, and you've got some time before the. Yeah, the yeah. Coliseum we can, too. we can do it when we get to the Coliseum. Yeah, for sure. What were the other options? Demon, unicorn, evocation, illusion, magic for couples, and anything else? A demon, unicorn, evocation, station, yep. gods, and you, a wanderer's tale, how to mildly inconvenience a mockingbird, Dante's campfire. And Ready Player Two spellcasting for couples. What is Dante's campfire? Uh, that well, sounds it's, silly. It's a story about a man named Dante and his lovely campfire, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> oh. I actually I ran out of time for this one because I actually got more inspired to write Ready Player Two than to write Dante's campfire. Yeah, that's fair. Does it teach you anything? It allows you to cast the produce flame cantrip. Okay. What about the god one? Um, that one. Uh, it doesn't really have any um, mechanical stuff tied to it, but it's more—it's um, a solemn tale about someone looking for a lost temple to the Lathander, trying to make sense of the passing of their mother. And they—they they look for a temple, and and uh, for a long time. And as they get closer and closer, they start to think that the journey is less and less about the temple. <gasps> I want that one. Sure. Oh wow! No one's bought that one before. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's twenty-eight gold. Twenty-five. Twenty-three. Twenty? No, wait. Twenty-five. It's twenty, right? No. Twenty-three. <laughs> Please? Twenty-three. Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> She's just looking at her with like these 
big fucking doe yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. just like, please. Natural 20. <laughs> Very <laughs> Natural nice. 20. Very nice. You look at her with these big eyes, and she just says, 23. Oh. Please? Please, no, don't cry. Don't cry, don't cry. No, 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 no. Okay, 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 Give me your money, give me your money. Are you really crying? Seems like a really, like a gross overreaction. Can we do She really enjoys books. No, you already said 20. Okay, fine, 20. Okay, she hands you over the book and you hand her 20 gold. Um, Does the demon unicorn one teach you how to summon demon unicorns? Because that would be pretty cool. It doesn't actually. Shit. Shut up. Would I? What she looks you? at you and smiles. <laughs> oh, God. Hello, and welcome to the Fifth Realm Haunt Presents Five Minute Sessions. This is a non canon miniseries where we have four five minute sessions spanning over the next four episodes, building up to the scariest day of the year Halloween. Prepare for a terrifying level of immersion once you enter the Fifth Realm, a dreadful dimension beyond the paranormal. This heart-pounding theatrical experience will feel so real, your mind will not be able to fully comprehend the horror of the tortured souls you are forced to interact with. If you think you can handle the intense atmosphere as you dive deep within the dark, supernatural world, the Fifth Realm is open now at Lindale Mall in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Just hope you'll be able to escape or be trapped within the horrid confines of the Twisted Realm forever. So go now and check out the Fifth Realm Haunt. All of their info is in the bio of this episode, but you can also find more at enterthefifthrealm.com. And also, we got our first sponsor! Woo! <laughs> Thank you so much to the Fifth Realm Haunt, located inside Linda Mall, right next to the First Avenue entrance, open every Friday and Saturday from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., and select Thursdays and Sundays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., starting now and going through Halloween. Also, we're going to be giving away a family four-pack of tickets for you and three friends to go check out the Fifth Realm Haunt for yourselves. All you have to do is go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash win to enter. Let's dive in. Last time, Val and her followed a muddy path that led to a house that seemed to have been abandoned for years. You saw a sign on the door that read Cedar Hill Sanatorium. The front door cracked open, and as you peeked in, you saw Shadow and 867 entering a portal down the hallway. What do you do? Um... Can I get a look at this portal? Is it magic in nature? Yeah, definitely. Give me an arcana check. Okay. 16. Dang. Good rolls. Yeah, 16 is a success. Okay, Morgan, you see on the portal that there's, like, it's kind of made of an oval shape, and it's woven between these thick branches. And on the branches, there are engraved runes, and since you got a success, you're able to see that they say, the fifth realm. Uh, I look over at Val and I just say, um, so I think Shadow and 867 went in this, and she points to the portal. Um, the runes on it say the fifth realm, and I don't, I don't know where that leads. If I had to guess, I would say probably the fifth realm. Okay, but what is the fifth realm? I have absolutely no idea. 
Uh, I'll take my hand and kind of reach toward the portal slightly. Yeah, you feel this kind of warbling sensation, but it's almost even a little bit inviting. Uh, should we go? Uh, I just grab your hand and I jump into the portal and scream, Full Shadow! (laughs) (laughs) All right, as you step through the portal, you feel the cold pass over your body, almost like jumping into a body of water. And you emerge onto the other side, where you find yourself in a long hallway, with other hallways crossing and intersecting as it goes on for as far as you can see. You hear heavy footsteps approaching. And around the corner you hear, Negative. I am unable to document this region. Why did I bring you? And you see Shadow in 867, standing there, appearing very lost. Shadow! 867! Um, why are you here? Um, you'd see Shadow just be very surprised at anyone being followed. Um, oh, I... Did you follow me? I woke up at camp and you were just gone, so we followed your footsteps up to this portal and you went through. What up? Why'd you do that? <laughs> what up? What up? <laughs> I, about that, the, the portal appeared out of nowhere. Halloween is coming, so I wanted to, well, I wanted to make a haunted house for you to go through Aww. before we moved on, and Aww. I thought the abandoned house... Uh, The trail would be perfect. I brought 867 to help me set up, and the next thing I know, we were being sucked through a portal in the hallway. And as Shadow finishes telling you how he got here, the portal closes behind you, trapping you inside this maze of decaying hallways. (laughs) If you'd like to find out what happens next time, tune into next week's episode of The Fifth Realm Haunt presents Five Minute Sessions. And honestly, to enjoy this story even more, you should go check out what this entire story is based off of. Venture into the Fifth Realm Haunt, open every Friday and Saturday from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., and select Thursdays and Sundays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., starting now and going through Halloween. <laughs> they are located inside Lindale Mall, just uh, off the First Avenue entrance. For more, you can visit their website at enterthefifthrealm.com. Fifth is spelled number five, T-H. All right, now back to Miriam. Would I know of how uh, peacekeepers slash warforged alter themselves physically? Or if they can? Um, So if I wanted to make my fists potentially do more damage... Do I know of how to do that? So Can- it's it's hard to say because a lot of like, first of all, like out of the game, like mechanical standpoint, mm-hmm. most attacks in the game are kind of balanced around being that kind of like you know d eight d six kind of kind of mechanic, right? Yeah. With your modifiers and mm-hmm. stuff like that on them. Um, are you talking about kind of adding some extra damage with a modifier, making it magical, making it a blade? What do you think? So, um, potentially, like. Uh, altering the appearance of them, like, sure. or if not, like brass knuckles. Sure, but because uh, I'm still an unarmed, yeah, fighting person, yeah. would brass knuckles be then armed? Um, no, I don't think so. I think that would count as like kind of like unarmed fighting. I think that'd be kind of cool. Okay, yeah. If that's something that you're looking for, we can definitely find someone who would do that. Um, you'd probably have to get someone, um in town that knew how to upgrade people like that, like you. So sure. Yeah. I was just curious. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, 
she looks back at all of you. She says, wow, okay, best turnaround I've had in a long time. Uh, anything else I can get for you all? I, I think I'm okay. Okay. Uh, you said you wanted the evocation one. I I do, but I'll be, I'll be back. We we have a pretty lucrative you can get it right business, now. but I don't have the money to get it right now. Ten gold. That's pretty good. I do have the money for that. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's, 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 yes, I did it again. And she she hands you over a book. She looks like so triumphant, like she is like the best saleswoman <laughs> ever. Uh, she hands it over to you, and she kind of we better this we better win this arena because I'm so broke. <laughs> <laughs> she she pushes up her glasses, and she's just like. Yes, and she puts it all away into a pouch uh, next to her, and she says, all right, first three book sales in a month. Let's go. And, <laughs> and she she turns around. She says, okay, if you need anything else, let me know. I'm working on some new stuff, so I'll talk to you soon. Oh, yeah. Um, I am working on some new stuff. Uh, are you guys going to, like, see any of the games today? We're in it, We're going I think. To be in You're the in the games. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of the plan. Oh, well, okay, so I've been doing some research for a new book that I'm writing on the champion of the most recent games. His name is Breor Goldenpelt. Uh, <laughs> yes. He's lion like big man. lion. Oh, you, you know him? Uh, no, we're supposed to fight him. Oh. Oh. I'm going to fight. Oh, no. What do you know about him? Uh, well, um, he's, he seems awful. Um, most huh. of the time, uh, he, he kind of like, he riles up mobs to get people that have lost to him. Like, he, he riles them up to like shun them out of town because he really likes putting them down after he beats them. Um, he's, he's really rude and he always demands free things from everyone. And he goes out of, uh, and he goes to, because you know, he has a status that he's like, Oh, he's the big champion, the winner, you know, he gets free stuff from everywhere. And, and most people give it to him because they're freaking terrified of him. Um, the big thing is that the tournament is supposed to be like really important to him because the imperator offering the wish, um, you know, that will allow him to do whatever he wants. And I, I loathe to think about what he might wish for. Um, I really, I, I hope you guys beat him, but I am now scared that my new favorite three customers are going to be not having a good time after, well, you might not even know that you're not, you might, well, I'm, I'm worried you're going to die. So uh, that might be bad because um, he's definitely, I mean, he, the only time he's ever killed anyone in the arena was when they sliced his left heel tendon um, and he actually, he couldn't walk after that. Um, but he was so mad that he, he killed someone in the oh. Coliseum. And that was the first time he ever killed someone. And oh. he just was, he was never the same after that. Um, he walks with a limp now, which he hates. So maybe that's good info. That is... Go for the leg then. I'd reach for a shoulder. Sweep the leg, pattern. Johnny. That is more than enough information. Thank okay, you. Okay, good. Um, let me know. Uh, if you bring me back any info that I can use, perhaps you guys can be the story of my next book. This, I like it. Okay. Uh, you don't get free copies, though. I do need the money really bad. Mm, I me too. barely have any money. I have, <laughs> I have well, money. I have some. Uh, you have almost 100 and something more gold than you oh, did yeah, before I this. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I'm very happy about it, actually. <laughs> it's actually not. I mean, I, well, if I would have gone with my original prices, it'd be fine. But I'm, I'm you know, prices are negotiable. Man. We're going to die, and we're going to be broke. No, we're not going to die. We're going to win, and we're going to be rich. What if we die and we're broke? We won't care. We'll be dead. That's fair. That's fair, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you Logic. Won't, you brain. won't have any idea that you're dead is because like, you'll be dead. Is being dead like getting shot like I did that one time? No, it's pretty much just like, and then you're not alive anymore. 
you won't feel pain anymore. I've yeah. only been you can't here feel for anything. like a few days. I don't want to die. <laughs> it's like going to sleep for a long time. Short yeah, I don't sweet. want to do that. I, this ominous. world is so nice, and I don't want to leave it. Then we just won't die. Yeah, I hope so. Done. Easy. <sighs> okay, well, I, that was a rousing end to our conversation, so... Uh, <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, see you later. Bye. Over the next, uh, you know... Couple hours, you're able to attune just fine. You don't need to worry yes. about anything. Um, are you handing the evocation book off to Shadow? I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Shadow, you have this book in your hand uh, that Val gives you. You are able to either cast the Green Flame Blade or the uh, the Lightning Lure spell. Um, and you can choose one of those when you attune to it, and after you attune to it, you can't choose again. Okay. Um, I don't know what lightning lure or uh, lightning lure is like you throw out it's a 10 foot thing and then uh, 15 15 foot thing and then if you hit someone you pull them 10 feet to you oh that's really good and yeah. then green flame blade is if you hit someone with a bladed weapon they deal extra fire damage so it's lightning or it's the lure I mean that's it's a pretty it's, good spell but if you're pretty much just like damage then you can just go for green flame blade but he doesn't have a blade yeah. um I don't want to play uh Rule stickler. I don't want to be a munchkin here, but sure. I just read Green Flame Blade. It just says you brandish the weapon used in the spell's casting. It's a melee weapon worth at least oh. one silver piece. Okay, so you have How to. How much have, are you worth? Wait, okay, but it, it, it's okay. You got to get better than copper knuckles. <laughs> it's essentially what's happening <laughs> yes. here. Yep. Okay, so you got to get a little pricey. Silver knuckles? Silver knuckles. Let's go upgrade so your knuckles. So you my, can choose. My thing right now, and not that you two would know this, what is 867 made out of? Mm. <gasps> I love this. Oh no! This uh, makes me so happy. Eight, eight six seven is made out of a lot of different um different metals. Actually, there is some brass, copper, brass, copper, and there is some like tin and um a lot of iron. But a lot of these like thinner metals are used for a lot of the wiring and hydraulics in him. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I would take that book. Um, and then I am going to, so do I need to attune to this? Yes. And this then... will cost one of your attunement slots for people who haven't ever used attunement before. Uh, with, with certain magical items, they cost attunement and you can only have three attunement magical items attuned at a time. It kind of limits things from getting too out of hand. Cause if like, let's say we give all of our attunement items to one person, then all of a sudden they just like become a God. And so that's kind of how the system works for keeping that all, all balanced for anybody listening. So yeah. Question. Yes. Does the cantrip that Shadow picks, does that level up with him like a normal cantrip? It does. Oh, baby. Yep. So do you know how Green Flame Blade works? Nope. So essentially, you make a normal weapon attack, just as you normally do. It does normal weapon damage. Mm -hmm. But your fist, in your case, would be engulfed in Green Flame that would then leap from that target to another target within five feet and deal damage to that target as well. But it is only your spellcasting modifier, which... Yeah, yeah, that's true. You don't have one of those. But But still... at fifth level... Then it's an additional 1d8 oh, wow. plus your spellcasting modifier okay. to right. the but person it bounces to. Consider you have two squishies with you, and lightning lore might save someone's yeah. life. Keep in mind as well, a green flame blade is an action. So oh. if you do that, yep. if you attacked, you can't attack twice at level five if you were to cat. Yeah. If you were to cast, that's that, true. Light, so. Lightning lore is also an action. Yeah, yeah, but it's also a little bit of like you know, yeah, pulling pulling people yeah. out. Yeah. So you have options. Does lightning lure need to be on a weapon? No. no, you just do it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's lightning lore if you want to read that too. Okay. Um, I think I will 
the idea of lightning lure is really yeah okay. I, I like it a lot it. all right so um, you attune and and you are able to cast the spell lightning lure you perfect. have a cantrip now Ooh. yes okay what can Val and I cast now uh, you all get the option to cast um, at this level earthbind and large reduce or heat metal we can make a giant shadow but you. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> That's incredible. You both, you, you, you both have to hold concentration at the same time. Yeah. Okay. okay. You said Earthbind and Large Reduce and Heat Metal. Heat Metal. And that does take a spell slot or doesn't take a spell slot? You only get to do it once a day. Oh. That's fine. Giant, giant Shadow robot, once a day. Giant is... Robot. Oh, That's boy. that money. Okay. Um, Shadow, do you need to go anywhere else before we go to the Coliseum? Um, I would like to. Potentially visit a smithy. Well, we walked past a place that said armaments. I'm guessing that's probably pretty close. That was where the blue hair man is. Mm-hmm. The other blue hair man, not not the uh, bastard. Uh, Orion. Um, and then I would start my way there. Okay, just turning around right as you say it, Shadow starts walking over there, right. holding the crate underneath him. Follow. Uh, okay. Her is galloping next to you. <laughs> Not gallopy, galloping, galumping next to you. Galumping? Yeah. Is that your... your stomp, 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 stomp. Yeah. stomp. Okay, very nice. Okay, so you are able to uh, get back to armaments. Um, as you get there, you see that same uh, Triton standing in front of the... Or standing at the stall. Um, it looks like he's got a couple different weapons that are kind of splayed around him in this stall, but there is a small, like, um, like micro forge that he has here with an anvil. Okay. So. Is that like a microbrewery? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but it's more like it's like it's only like a couple feet big, so it's not okay. it's not very much. Got yeah. it. All right. Gotcha. Um good good day. Uh, good good day. Oh. Ah, how are you? I'm I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. I uh I come with some medals that I was curious if you could forge into some things for me and potentially my compatriots. Of course. If you, if you have anything you'd like, I, I can do that for you. Um, what do you need? Um, I know that you... So you don't have, like, an actual weapon or a focus. Who? Her. Oh. Like, this is me just speaking to um, you. I have this bag, for... and she holds up her material bag. Hmm. Um... <laughs> out of game. It says I have a dagger in my inventory. Yeah. Do I have a knife? You have a dagger. She pulls a knife out of her bag and says, I have this. <laughs> She's holding a knife up. Uh, holding for, it like for, um, Michael Myers. Yep. Exactly, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got Go there? Ahead. A knife. Um, I, I'm curious if you could potentially make the... And I peek open the crate mm-hmm. to him. He looks down and says... Mm. Not a not a good day for him. Yes. Ooh. I was wondering if you could potentially fashion this into um I notice you don't have much in the way of fist weapons. No. Not really something I work with. Do you know someone that does, or could you fashion them? I could make them. I mean, I've never made one, but it might be fun to try. Could you fashion them into my hands? Uh, can you take your hands off? Can I take my hands off? You can. <laughs> it's not. It's not good, but you can. Yeah, it's uncomfortable and weird, but yes, you can. I uh, 
I look down, um, and I turn to both of them. I know this is going to sound very weird, and it's a lot of information at once. First, I would like you to remove my hands. How do I do that? Um, I feel like it's something where I can just, like, release the mechanisms. Yeah, it'd be a mental mechanism where you can, like, hear, like, a as he, like, thinks for the mechanism to release. Uh, that sounds so cool. Okay, I, I take Shadow's hands. I, it comes off of his, uh, his wrist. And, and I go, I'm just like, mm. and I go, boop, and I boop him with one of his hands. <laughs> I use Stop two hands yourself. and grab the other one. Okay, you, you pull this off. They're heavy, man. They are really heavy. She, like, goes, they, huh. They're, like, maybe 10 pounds. Oof. She falters a little bit with her 10 strength and says, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is so weird. I love it. Now I'd like you to hand them to this man. Uh, Gil- Gilgar. Are? Gilgar. Gilgar? Here's the uh, hand. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. These things are really heavy. <laughs> and he, he and grabs now. them both. And he puts them down. He says, you just want me to, like... Like, put this into the fingers or something? I leave your creative freedoms, sir. Okay. How long will this take? We we do have a... Oh, like a day? Oh, oh. can you be without your hands for a day? Mm, probably. I can put it at the top of my list for an extra fee. What if, um, can you measure them and build something? Oh, I guess they got to go in, right? Wait, guys, we we're taking on the champion fighter, dude. And if we win, maybe we can tell everybody about our friend at Armaments. That's true. Oh, I see. Uh... It can be like a really good story. Okay, and if, if we lose, you, win, you get hands. Okay, here, here's the thing. How about this? Right as you walk in, you tell them. Uh, how about you call, you call your team... Uh, Gilgar's gladiators. Oh, and that way, that way, they know who made your equipment, and they will come to me. But we do have to go like really soon. Okay, I will. I will tell you what. If you call yourselves Gilgar's gladiators, then I will make them right now. In the next, I can do it in like two hours. I would shake your hand, but I. <laughs> I don't have them. Yeah, he picks up your hand on his desk, and he just kind of like floats it in the air and shakes it up to, up and down. He says, I will take that as a deal. All right. Yes. Um, but I will I will require a little bit of money for the material working. Um, it'll be a total of, let's say, five gold. Perfect. Okay. I uh, would present my hip pouch to either one of you to uh, reach yeah, in. I'll, I'll take the money. Okay. Sounds good. You hand it off and he grabs the five gold that you offer and... For the sake of brevity, you spend the next hour doing your actual tuning and then working with the 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 spell casting for couples book. And with it, you are able to attune to all your items and receive back your hands. And you are seeing the, these hands have this almost like filigree inlay inside of them. Um, let me Is let that me a good sigh or a bad sigh? It's, it's a dope sigh. It's it's cool, but yeah. like your character like your characters don't know what 
they're made out of. What's yeah, in the box? Uh, What's in the box? What's in the Evan box? <laughs> uh, y- you you see this like really actually like quite nice filigree inlay work. Um, it looks like he has some sort of like stamping material that he uses for that, and he he put it all over it, and then he cleared out the internals of it to make it look like this cool filigree. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as as he does that, um, you see there's also like kind of this like large. A bronze plate that is behind the filigree that gives it a ton of like like meat in this in this metal, um, and it's almost like a, a solid uh, like an ingot of bronze that goes across your knuckles. Oh wow, good yeah, old okay. metal meat. Oh Jeez. yeah, oh yeah. It's <laughs> my favorite. So <laughs> so you now have uh, on your hands. Uh, they don't like they won't function any differently, but they do count as weapon attacks. So. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Is that okay. not good for your unarmed fighting thing? No. No. It, it it makes it so like you have a weapon. Like you can use like things like green flame blade and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. And gotcha. yeah, yeah. And are you choosing lightning or? Yes. Okay. Yep. Just wanted to double check. Cool. And it gives us something to enchant. It does. Yeah. Enchant it does. Wind. It does allow you to enchant something. Yes. Correct. I uh I look down just looking at it over and then like they actually look really great. Mechanizing my hands. Yeah. Just nodding. Thank you. So much. Uh, of course. Um, hope you like them. Um, please do not forget to call yourselves Gilgar's Gladiators. Gilgar's Gladiators. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, I'm. You know what? Actually, I'm going to close up shop, and I'm going to come watch the games. And he <laughs> closes up everything. He starts tying it all down, moves it into a storage uh, area, um, and he's gone. Uh, and at, at this moment, you are all walking up to the yes. Coliseum. Yes. LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.